This week on the Fake Outrage Report, more of life's tough questions, like how much cleavage should you be showing at graduation, and how sexy is too sexy when it comes to the cartoons your children are watching. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Sandeep Sen, uh, which with me is Phil Causey. Now, the Fake Outrage Report is the show where single men living in New York impose their outrage values on America. Is that this week's tagline? That is this week's tagline. <laughs> that comes to you. I was in Chicago for a week, and uh, my cousin was mm-hmm. pointing out that, you know, you like, you're, you're deciding what the outrage is, and you guys are just a bunch of single dudes in New York. Like, you're, well, we do try to mix up. Uh, our, our guest list pretty well and get people of other, you know, colors and genders on here as well. Um, right. Today we have another white guy on the show, though. Pat Jackson. No, Welcome you're to the wrong show. there. Oh, you're not white? No. Oh, you, no. you look pretty white to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, is it, are you one of those guys you don't identify as white no, or you're I'm actually white. not white? I'm white. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so welcome back to the show, by the way, Sandy, because you were off last week. Yes, um, I was I in Chicago. I had the hilarious Sam Half fill in for you, uh, which was great. Where, where were you? What were you doing last week? I was in Chicago visiting family. Home? Yeah, going Chicago. home. Had, hadn't been home in about six months. So it was time. Oh, it was yeah. Yeah. I, I top out at about four months. Then I have to go home and, you know, see the countryside and all the... All the folks. Uh, speaking of your family, I want to talk about your family. Did you watch the National Spelling Bee at all this week? No, but uh, I'm, I'm guessing it was all Indian all kids. All brown kids. Right? Yeah. All brown kids. It was amazing. It's because, have you ever seen some of the names of these kids? It's like Ramashakan Chandashakar. <laughs> like, they had to learn to spell their name. <laughs> is that an like actual name, or are you, is that your Indian guy uh, doing a white guy making up a fictional name name? That's not an actual name, but that's totally an actual. It probably is an actual name. <laughs> you know, like I don't know anyone named Ramashakan Chandrashakar, but it was probably like it's pretty close to someone. <laughs> some of the kids' names on there. Oh, good times. So let's take a minute to meet our guest up front, as we always do, Mr. Jackson. How's it going today? Hey, great. Now, Pat is known for the New York Crime Report podcast. Close New York City Crime Report. Oh, okay. Hey, but you know, everybody says it that way. Okay, uh, so, yeah, I've yeah, been on this common podcast. Mistake. Very common. No, I'm I'm glad somebody does this, by the way. Cause so tell me about this show. It, it's the idea is you basically take these like strange, bizarre stories from all around New York and you just riff on them and make fun of them a little bit. Anything happening crime wise in New York City, we we uh, read the stories out of the tabloid press and make jokes. Yeah, that's it. No, I, I love it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm proud of it. I think I'm gonna do it until I'm dead. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like a fake outrage report, but specifically for New York City crime or We're, for crime. Well, most right. crimes are pretty outrageous, though, especially in New York. And the thing I love about it is, especially for those of you who don't live here in the city, the level of bizarre shit that happens in this city is fucking mind blowing. So I'm glad that there's now a vessel to help relay that to the outside world. Yeah, in so many different ways to be outrageous. You know, you don't really think about it, like what what, what exactly happens. And a lot of like regular ass crime happens too. But there are, uh, yeah, there are some peculiar ones. And I, I like to think about the, like, the guy who uh, murdered a guy up in uh, the International Hotel in Times Square. They're traveling together. He ends up uh, separating his balls from him with a corkscrew and wearing it as a bracelet. Uh, you know, yeah. I have trouble opening up wine bottles with a corkscrew. <laughs> this guy's doing sur- ball surgery. Oh, yeah, a person. Yeah. A very yeah. rough hatchet job surgery, you know, but uh, yeah, nonetheless. Well, I have, I have questions about this. Okay. <laughs> like, so he took the balls off the guy. Now, did he, like, 
did they like laminate it or like put it in like a little tiny jar to wear it around a necklace? Like how did they get it? Oh from no, bracelet. Ball did I say necklace? Ne- I meant to say bracelet. Oh, from uh, bo- yeah, and I I guess he would use the vasa deferens there to uh, <laughs> tie it <laughs> together right. or something. You know, <laughs> getting uh, a little anatomy in here. I like it. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, it's uh, I don't think that he went to any great uh, lengths to make it like a presentable, nice uh, looking <laughs> uh, piece of jewelry or something. I wonder if he had, you know, what do people wear those little like rubber armbands for when they oh, like like the uh, strong what's it called yeah the like strong strong. strong yeah <laughs> it was like Ball I wonder if it was like right there like between I love like, the way those things dropped out you know once uh, it turned out that our man was uh, on steroids yeah roid strong he yeah. only had one ball by the way speaking of it, this all this all ties together then yeah that's true well, it's, it's hard to tie one ball to a decent bracelet one ball to bracelet. Do you know, like, there's probably got to be, like, then there, you know, whenever there's a trend, then it's always becomes, like, these brand names. Like, now, you know, Louis Vuitton is going to come out with their own, you know, Well, I was just going to say, bracelet. handbag. <laughs> Didn't we do a story months and months ago about some guy in Australia that made uh, a designer handbag out of a dead cat carcass? Right. Yes, that was one of our <laughs> stories. <laughs> that, that was a good time. So it all ties together. But yeah, these Louis designers Vuitton are going to get in the game, and then it's going to become so kind of cliche, you know, the ball bracelet. Like, it starts out, it always starts out with, like, the cool people, you know, doing it, and then it just gets, uh, what's the word? Uh, Popular. Trendy. Yeah. That cat also killed with a corkscrew, by the way. <laughs> That's it. Then they're, they're going to be, like, these, like, designer corkscrews for killing people. He was the same guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Ronaldo Sebra, I believe, was his name. Yeah, he was a model. He was an underwear model. And he, he was with this uh, older news guy uh, from uh, who, who was, I guess, like on a TMZ-type show back in, in their native country, which I forget what it was, but it was something South American or something. Colombia, maybe? Yeah, I think it was Colombian. And it, But, you know, the, he, he kind of, like, uh, was making his career for him in exchange for, you know, sex. But it sounds like they were, he was sort of his little homo uh, buddy, uh, but he got tired of being gay <laughs> and decided to, uh, he just snapped one day, bashed the guy in the head with his uh, laptop and uh, cut his balls off. Yeah, way to uh, convince people you're not gay by wearing someone's balls on your on your wrist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, but if you're the one with the balls on your wrist, you won. Yeah, <laughs> you did. yeah you're definitely least. a top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was like, he never let me be on top. This is my way. You know, that's his way of, of, of showing his domination. The yeah. underwear model is himself. the person who cut off the balls? Yes. Yeah, okay. he's a young man, like 22, 21, 23, something like that. Yeah. I think, well, I think that's the, the top of the age range for underwear models. You can't be, I think, older than 23. Isn't that strange? I think that's strange. Really? Yeah. I look better in my underwear. I'm, I'm 40. I look better than I've ever looked. I'm not <laughs> good living, clean living. <laughs> Maybe never been model level, you know, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's something you grow into. I guess who are you modeling underwear for? Gay dudes, right? You see an underwear ad, how long do you dwell on that? You know, some the ones guy, with dudes in them, not very long. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, right? What it's the like, why we use sex appeal to sell underwear for, uh, for guys? I've never made an underwear decision based on some model. Like, yeah. I'm gonna look like that fag. <laughs> <laughs> if I wear these, no, it's a subconscious thing. Like you, you, you think you wear the underwear, and then you're gonna look like that guy. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, it's it's not. It's he's not your sexual fantasy. It's a uh, self-image sexual fantasy about yourself. That's what I, I said. Th- I'm gonna look like that fag. I didn't say I'm yeah. gonna fuck that fag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And anyway, like I, I, you know, anybody has enough. I guess it must be for young people. You know, I don't know, children, younger people. 
I don't know. Well, I, it, it's, I, I don't know how it works. Pretty much, I mean, all genders, when they're having underwear models, it's always the hottest, youngest. That is strange gender. how, like, there are pictures of, like, children in their underwear on the front of it, too, just like the adult ones. Like, when, you, when you go to Kmart and you go to the Haynes aisle, like I do. Um, yeah. Phil, yeah, Phil, Phil just, collects those. Well, no, I know my Kmart. Kind of no standing shame. around together in the same room. Yeah, yeah like. <laughs> yeah, just it's like true. normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our families hang on their underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And how do and how do they decide a children's underwear model based on what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, who's got that job? And the sexiest it, kids we could find. Is this guy's bulge is age appropriate? Yeah. You don't want an eight year old to have too big of a bulge. We need this kid to tuck. He's hung like a moose. Maybe that's the one job that a sex offender can still get. You know, because you know how it's hard to get a job if you're on that list. Maybe they, they seek out the sex offender. Like, that's the only To audition thing they... child models. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the only... <laughs> like, I'm really... I I have the best judgment in this case. By I have the, the most time experience. We all reti- by the time we all retire, I think what we're going to have is America's next hot child underwear model. <laughs> That'll be on TV. Exactly. It's going to happen. That's appropriate for the Sears catalog. Is it not everything too sexy. <laughs> not leaving sexy behind, though, either. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are bending delicate. over into their toy box, you know, yeah. looking over their shoulder. Before we all end up on a watch list, let's uh, <laughs> hop into some outrage. Well, here, before yeah. that, Pat, is there anything else you'd like to promote? Anything else you're doing? Well, people, should, if you go to crimereport.nyc, that's where to find Crime Report. And and please, uh, you know, feel free to subscribe, even if you don't want to listen. You know, uh, we happy yeah. to have you on board. Yeah, same goes for our show. <laughs> Write a review, even if you don't give a shit about us. That's kind of how yeah. that works. Crimereport.nyc. That's it. Awesome. All right. So, you know, let, let's do a choose uh, our own adventure episode today. Let, let's let our guest, Pat, decide what we're going to do. Pat, do you want to go with Fat Snow White or High School Cleavage? Well, are we going to discuss both of these? Yes. Wh- okay. Which one do you want to do first and second? Why don't, we just, why don't we start with Snow White? I okay. read that one first, and it's kind of more, a little bit more lightweight, I think. Pun intended in that one. Uh-huh. It's oh, no, actually not. Not intended. <laughs> no, 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 pun no. not I intended. I blurted it out. I'm made of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what happened. There's a movie coming out next year called Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarves, and there was an advertisement for it at this year's Cannes Film Festival, which is a big festival out in France, and on the ad, there was a picture of, like, a thin snow white in a red dress next to a another fatter, shorter snow white. And people are mad about this. And the caption that was on this billboard was, quote, what if Snow White was no longer beautiful and the seven dwarves not so short, unquote. And this is causing a lot of outrage because this is supposed to be like a family children's movie and women especially and also parents are super outraged about this because they're saying that it like promotes, you know, fat shaming and body shaming and, uh, you know, negative self-esteem stuff for children and all this Sandeep. Right. Oh, you're still listening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. All right. <laughs> I never know when you want to chime in because you always have that super I was absorbing look it, on this, is such an, this was an interesting story to me. What I didn't understand about this story, and I don't know, I don't know if you had more details, is now we're not, are we not allowed now to, to say that one person's less attractive than another person? Is that, is that not like, that's, that's easily, everyone understands that. And we can't just uh, agree that that concept exists now because it's just now it's just shaming whoever is understood to be the uglier version of of that person. Well, yeah, I I agree with that. And the thing is that they took fat 
to mean unattractive in this case. But the thing is, could you imagine if there this was like it was like a fat black girl or like somebody with a big nose or somebody with another writ? Like there'd be more outrage. They went with fat because they figured probably it was the easy way to do it. But <laughs> could you imagine if it was any other type? They should get type? credit for not putting a fat black girl up there. <laughs> That's not exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. But you don't understand what I, what I, I mean. mean is it, they were trying to go with, with like the sort of. Uh, most cream puff, unoffensive version of it, and it still people still got pissed off. Well, everyone. Yeah, got- I have to say that is that would that is considerably more outlandish, outrageous. So the outrage would be at at a fever pitch if it was like, what if Snow White was black? You know, <laughs> and nobody <laughs> wanted to be with her because she was black. You know, <laughs> yeah, that'd be way worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? I see your point. Yeah. And well, so and let me explain a little more about the movie just so it makes a little more sense. There's a trailer that came out about six months ago that we didn't talk about on the show. I'll break it down real quick. And the premise behind this movie, it's a Snow White parody, and I guess Snow White is like a in this movie is like a like a like a fat girl or a bigger girl, and she finds a pair of magical red shoes that make her attractive when she puts them on. And in the trailer, there's like these two dwarfs that that like are hiding in her room watching her undress. Family film, by the way. Family film. <laughs> and then as soon as she takes off the shoes, like she goes from super attractive is super fat again. The premise of this movie is the you have peeping toms trying to like jerk off to Snow White getting uh, well it's supposedly a family film so I don't think they're masturbating on camera Sandy but that's the implication right that they're like they're looking at her to for his, like from a sexual point of view yeah yeah or at least the <laughs> point of without admiration. her permission without her knowledge yeah completely like yeah, violating the the trailer the is literally two dwarfs sneaking near her apartment and hide her under the table and watch her undress and then get <laughs> grossed out when it turns out she's fat when the shoes come off Again, there's, so, family there's, like, film. there's like three things that are more offensive in that sentence than the fact that she gets fat and unattractive when she takes her shoes off. That's yeah. like the most, I think that's the most PG thing that happens is that she gets fat and unattractive when she takes her shoes off. There's felonies going on in there. Isn't that some sort of felony to break into someone's house and then watch them undress? Yeah, but this is a, they're worried about the message it sends to children, not the message it sends to dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dwarves yeah, are on their way. own <laughs> they've got their own problems to deal with you know uh, being a voyeur is the least of it you know <laughs> yeah this was this why i was very confused by this 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 story well does that make more sense now no it doesn't it make it, it as you as you say more like that whole trailer part it just becomes more confusing and the the person that played snow white the voiceover of snow white she was really angry uh yeah actually chloe grace moretz who's the voiceover She's an actress. She did the voice for this. Uh, she said that she was just as appalled and angry as everyone else, and was it was not approved by her uh, or her team, the whole marketing angle of this. And the movie, supposedly, is about, like, anti-body shaming. So I feel like they just made a very poor choice in the marketing of the movie. Well, that's what she's trying to say. But, I mean, why? What, what is the, the relative difference between these two? If the story says that she's more attractive when she puts on the shoes and she's not fat anymore, okay, what are we missing exactly? Well, according to her and the people that made the movie, uh, a group called Locust Films, which is based out of Korea. It's not an, even an American film, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. I guess the actual movie is supposed to be about like body positivity and challenging so- societal and social norms about body images, but mm-hmm. that clearly didn't come through. <laughs> on no, this I marketing. understand that, but I mean, like, they can't market it that way because that's the point of the movie is that this is thought of to be more attractive, right? So yeah. I mean, like, they're at least saying that, like, yeah, this is your preconceived notion. There's a fat person mm-hmm. who's less attractive and a thin woman who's more attractive. I mean, th- there's no escaping that. 
it's not a neutral thing for her to be more uh, attractive, right? So, I mean, although it might may not come across in the marketing, it's also your base level assumption going into the movie that that's a fact. Do you know what I mean? Because otherwise, why why do they even make that difference? I mean, like, uh, that's the idea. The dwarves are grossed out when they see that she's a fat ass, right? Yeah. Right. right. So, so that is presented <laughs> in the movie as, like, yep, this is the way it's kind of, kind of is, but, you know, so you, that, that's like saying, uh, you, know, this, you know, this marketing really didn't give away the ending. Right. <laughs> and, and it really didn't uh, establish our overall theme, you know, the way people will feel when they leave the movie. It, it's like, uh, of course not, you know? Well, I think the outrage is specifically with the fact that the poster was worded as, what if Snow White's no longer beautiful? And the picture is of, like, a fatter, shorter Snow White. Yeah, yeah, I And so it, it's insinuating yeah. that fat is unattractive. Exactly. Yeah. But that is your base level assumption going into the movie. But could you imagine movie. if they worded it as... They're expecting you to feel that way. If you don't feel that way, there's not a fucking movie here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem is that she wasn't fat and short enough. So she was just... <laughs> oh, she was like... She was fat and short in, in a way that many people actually are. And so then they're like, oh, this is a regular body, and now you're calling that ugly. The problem is they should have made her clearly way more fat and way more ugly. <laughs> Possibly green. That's right. the problem. Warts, yeah, you know? Yeah. So then no one can identify with this and be like, oh, yeah, that's obviously ugly, or it has nothing to do with me. You're totally right. Yeah, I thought the same thing. It's like, I, I'm looking at the fat version here, the ugly. I'm like, I'd fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. too less less fat. Yeah, she's she's just kind of she's a little squatty, you know, yeah, uh, and, and, we'll, and but her face is still kind of pretty. You know, yeah. Well, it's she's, a children's movie, so her lips got more have, plump too. I think that's the one huh? thing that got better. She what? got uh, her lips got a little more plump in the the fatter. And some people are into that. Yeah, DSL. Little, DSLs. They, ah, yeah. yeah. There we go. What, what if they made the tagline like, "What if Snow White were a fucking fat ass?" You know, like that might have made it. Well, that made it made it worse or better. What do you think, Sandeep? I, I think we've hit the, hit the nail on the head. Is that the the thing wasn't fat enough and ugly enough? <laughs> God damn it! The, 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 the fat Snow White needed to be f so fat that it's like like yeah. Shrek style. She just needed to be look like Shrek. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Something that get, that <laughs> takes it off of like such a human look. Maybe horns. <laughs> right. Yeah. Glasses. Uh, what if she had glasses? Ugh. You know. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into chicks with glasses. Just for the record, I, I'm I'm all about that. Like, are you are you are you down with like big fat green chicks with glasses? Oh no, do, no, I'm not it's a monster. Don't be ridiculous. It's, it needs to be a whole combination <laughs> of things, you know, factors. So Maybe make her a cripple. What if Snow White was a cripple? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, yeah, that would offend. Uh, that offend that community, and so that's kind of one of the things that I was trying to mention earlier. Is that you know, it, you know, when I said like, what if she's you know, they made her into a big black girl? What if they made her new a cripple, or they made her green, or they made her with a huge nose? Any group that you would have made as not beautiful, oh my god, don't would get have the been green People started, <laughs> Jesus, <Yeah. laughs> the greens I, are the worst. Yeah, I feel like there was no way around it in this case. Yeah, you know that that's kind of like somebody was going to get pissed off no matter what. So they went with plump chicks. Well, that's why we were saying like an mad. animal type thing. You know what I mean? Something like hair on her face, you know, just right. something that nobody has. Then the hirsute chicks are going to that hirsute community is yeah. pissed off. And the hirs yeah, it's a and very they'll punch small you too. carnival-oriented community right. that <laughs> they make their living off being hairy people. <laughs> and and damn it, uh, you know, you can't if you shame them, you shame their entire profession. Yeah. <laughs> It creates jobs, damn it. <laughs> so it can't be outsourced to China. <laughs> Speaking of Asia, cynical question. Now, this movie is based in Korea. The people who made it. It's not an American film. 
Um, do you think that be- there might be some cultural differences where they didn't realize that there were people were gonna get pissed off when they did this? Like, do I, think- I don't understand the basis of being pissed off. I, I, I'm, I'm with the Asians here. I don't get it. We, we agree that they're less attractive when they're two people. That they are less attractive and more attractive. Yeah. Like we understand that. I, don't give me this bullshit, audience. If you're if you're disagreeing with me, there's no way you're looking at people and then you're like, oh, I'd rather I, that person's more attractive than this person. This is happening in your mind. I don't care what you're what you're gonna tell it's me. It's true. It requires a denial of reality in order to become outraged with us. You know, but because the the whole idea of the movie is, hey, uh, she felt less attractive before. Now she feels more attractive with the shoes, right? That's the idea of the movie. Yeah, what do you think? It's not, she attractive. makes this neutral transition to. You know this other person who looks uh, the different but equally beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's the shoes should so, have been like just inc- uh, like were self esteem shoes. Like, oh, she felt. Well, she, yeah. no, but she's allowed <laughs> to be. Been, she's allowed to be disingenuous all day and be feel attractive and then go home and take them off. You know what I mean? So I don't really. Right. Understand she's where allowed the to get them, reap the benefits of being more attractive by yeah. wearing the shoes, and then and then you know like. Flirting with people and getting a cheaper mortgage or whatever you the fuck you do when you're more attractive, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, you know. And then when then it's it's then it's our fault for like finding her less attractive when she takes off the shoes. Exactly, we're expected yeah. as an audience to go into this with some kind of like uh, assumption that 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 all people are beautiful, and uh, we don't understand why is this even a thing yeah. that she has these shoes on. I what what's different? <laughs> She's equally beautiful. Right. But what? you see, that's they're, they're relying on everybody to have that same assumption that they're marketing it with. True. Because you can't, because otherwise there is, do you understand what I mean by that? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, it's it's hypocritical for the actress to, uh, it, what, a whole marketing team approved this? Oh, my God. This is outrageous. I can't, it's. Uh, and the tagline was just trying to explain the premise of the movie. Exactly. They weren't trying to be super offensive. No. And, and there's nothing offensive about it. Wasn't yeah. beautiful. That this chick is not beautiful is uh, the nicest way to say that. Really? Yeah, and didn't this yeah. chick that read the voiceover, wasn't she reading, like, wasn't she paying attention to the line she was reading? Was that not, this is not... The, the, well, no, she oh. did the movie, and it's in post-production, but she had no say in the marketing of it. The right. outrage is based but she on knew this the plot. Yeah, and she so, thinks the movie is a beautiful theme. Yeah. It's anti-fat shaming. Mm-hmm. By, by the way, just saying that somebody's not beautiful is not shaming. The word shaming has really been stretched to mean anything. Like if you point out that somebody has well, a couple a extra pressure, yeah. shame. <laughs> right. Stop shaming. And plus, you know, there could be some cultural differences, though, from the, from the Korean, too, because like uh, they're generally speaking a very diminutive people, right? They're smaller. Uh, yeah, thinner. Their feet we did a are show, tiny. Uh, episode of this show. Their skin is yellow. <laughs> <laughs> we did an episode of this show months ago where S- Asian women. Their eyes are squinty. They, <laughs> they value thinness so much in that culture too that there was a, a, a thing where there was outrage months ago amongst women were trying to become thinner than a piece of printer paper, like the uh, like the the wide way, like the whole up piece of paper. And oh, oh, not thin, the thin paper. Yeah, no, not no, not okay. paper thin. Literally, <laughs> that's next. But like, yeah, that's next. But like, you know how it's like eight and a half by eleven. Like they, they were taking pride in like being less than eight and a half inches wide. So yeah, thinness is definitely uh, very more valued it's a big in that value culture. There, yeah. yeah, yeah, as opposed to here where fat chicks are all the rage. Well, they're, they're trying to ask. make it that way. There's no movement in Korea, I guess, what you're saying, to, like, say, don't fat shame. Yeah. More fat shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should not feel okay. 
No, you know, we're not I, attractive. I don't think that they're trying to necessarily make it that way here in the states, but I do think that it's becoming more acceptable over time to be into different body types, which like, I'm cool with. I, I don't think, care. Like, like, I, I like different body types. I've married yeah. a couple of them, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'd have the uh, two different body types within the same marriage. You know, uh, yeah, which, I've heard uh, that's a common theme among marriage. Actually. Well, they all you always put on weight when you get married, at least like nine, ten pounds for women, and a little more for men. Maybe you just mm. I, I don't know why that happens. I really don't, but uh, <laughs> they, it's they are promoting it. They are trying to make like plus size models. That's a huge thing now. Uh, they the the look the cover of uh, women's magazines. The twenty big and beautiful women, you know. So I mean, they they definitely try to emphasize that 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 is not any longer to be considered a problem. Yeah, you better it is. get hard watching these plus size models. I don't care. If you're not getting hard watching the play, no, you're the no, problem. No, no, yeah, no, that's no, right. Those, those ads jerk are it, not, jerk it. Okay, no, but those ads are not for dudes. Those ads are for, like, women to look at it and be like, okay, I kind of look like this, so I'll look kind of like that when I buy that. You know what I mean? It's right. That's kind of what it's for. I don't think that they... I mean, hey, I'm sure some guys are Well, no, that. it's not directed towards men, but it's promoting the yeah. idea that women are... You know, uh, less mm-hmm. shame should feel yeah. okay wearing that. Which, you know what I mean? Like that. Cool it's no longer, yeah, but it's no longer set up as a uh, as an ideal that you should be that mm-hmm. you should look like an eleven year old boy. You know, <laughs> necessarily, <laughs> unless it's an eleven year old boy getting ice cream after karate. You Aren't know we shaming eleven I mean? year old boys now? Hey, why yes. don't you want to look like me, women? Eleven year old boy shaming. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as the outrage verdict in this one goes, well, Sandy, I just want to say one. Okay. I think that this theme of like trying to act like you're you're promoting something and then you're actually is doing the opposite. This is very common, I think, in Disney movies, like like with Beauty and the Beast. It's supposed to be how like what you look like on the outside doesn't matter, what you're inside that counts. But like. That's only if you're a man. Like, if you're a woman, you still have to be a solid nine, right? Like, that's not the theme. <laughs> yeah, of that is kind of that is a weird thing to teach children. You are right. Like, it's yeah, Beauty and the Beast is all about like yeah, their character, but then the chick still has to be super gorgeous, you know. Well, Beauty and the Beast is a good example of how to do this non-offensively. I mean, you turn the guy into a you know twelve foot like lion head or whatever, <laughs> and the actor that played that guy on television, but you know, like that guy, that's an ugly man. I forget his name. <laughs> Yeah, but I think the whole point famous, of that you know I mean? is like, like the, is men can be ugly and still like we have to look at their character. But the women, they wouldn't have like an ugly woman. Well, the beast wearing a hot we're, guy. No, we're not intended to look at the beast. Char- we see the beast character and everything and beauty. And the, I've never seen the movie, but I assume you know that at the end he ends up being a, a, a prince. Right. You know. So I mean, spoilers, like, for, for spoilers, guys. <laughs> it's a little about the looks, still a little bit. You know, is yeah, it? yeah, that's how you know it's a fairy tale. If they're yeah. a real marriage, the beast would transform into a fatter beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd put on 20 pounds. That's true. Nobody's getting any more beautiful. All right. It's only getting worse. It's Fall right. in love with somebody and they get uglier and fatter. So, Sandy, what's your what's your judging on the uh, the seven dwarves and the red shoes? Oh, outrage. yeah. Fake outrage. And fake by outrage. the way, there should be real outrage at the dwarves. Spying on this chick to getting naked. There, there's the, there's a real outrage somewhere in the story. But, that, yeah, but now you're talking about denial too, aren't you? <laughs> because that's what people do. <laughs> it's a normal thing is to want to see a woman naked while she's changing. Right. But you're not supposed to like then like Maybe. sneak in and, and do it. <laughs> and shoes aren't supposed to make people thinner. <laughs> yeah, that's another big thing of outrage. Well, like, what about the, what do about this fake heels, shoe community? Heels make you look kind of thinner, don't they? They pop that calf, you know, and yeah, make it a little taller, yeah. elongate you. Yeah, because yeah. I'm all about the calves. Uh, yeah, Pat you can Jackson take a total pig and put her in some heels. Yeah, and it always <laughs> helps. It's true. I never thought about that. So at Pat least Jackson. she's trying. You look at that and go, oh, hey. <laughs> they make heels that hold up that fucking 
gigantic <laughs> ass of hers. So, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> all right, so, Pat, so I assume you're going fake outrage as well. You're with Sandy on this one. All outrage is fake outrage when it comes to a child's movie. Uh, it's, <laughs> you know, I mean, like how they, they think about they're setting these uh, bad examples for kids and all that kind of stuff. It's okay to set it like within the movie itself. The whole premise of the movie would be an outrage if the poster is an outrage. And, right. and you know, really, they don't think it through, you know, and, and that's what it is. I think that yeah. the, the outrage is real on the part of uh, on the part of women who see this, but it's based on a f- on a fake premise. It's based on something illogical and stupid. Uh, it doesn't make the outrage fake. I'm sure that somebody actually thinks like, "Oh, fat shaming's bad. This is fat shaming." But it isn't fat shaming any more than the actual movie is. They want to be mad at the marketing, but not mad at the movie. The actress herself says that you know she really like uh, you know saved her saved her own ass somehow. Yeah, I have someone to say. yeah someone publicist told her like, "Oh, you you're supposed to be outraged at this now," and then she has to be like, "Oh, I'm outraged." You need to tweet now. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually I couldn't have said it better myself. The marketing, I think it's okay to be a little outraged at, only on the uh, the based on the idea that they should have fucking known better because they knew somebody was gonna get mad at this. But yeah, you shouldn't get mad at like just the premise of trying to make a movie like that. That's fucking yeah. ridiculous. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think it's like if you're mad at the marketing, you should be mad at the premise. Uh, the, the and and how could you market this? How else? What if yeah, you exactly. looked? Uh, you know, just as good, <laughs> but we're a slightly different shape, and that makes no difference. <laughs> Be a much longer tagline. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. What if Snow White <laughs> was equally beautiful, but, you know, somebody that you'd sort of, for some reason that you can't explain, rather not be with? Yeah. <laughs> but your friend Jamal totally would like to. Um, <clears throat> anyway. That's oh, great. my God, this is such a fun podcast today. I'm having so much fun. So let's let's move on uh, to high school cleavage. More objectifying of women. Your, uh, your yes, cousin nailed it, by the way, with our fucking the, our show. You're talking about how we're just single dudes imposing our will. Right. Today's topics are <laughs> doing nothing to help our case. Right. <laughs> um, this story comes. Phil, it's it was actually medical students, but we'll um, just to, but all right, so the next story comes. That doesn't to us make from, a difference from yeah, high school medical student. <laughs> They're still chicks, right? Well, how, what's the age range of, of actually you, you do the story and then we'll, we'll. Okay, so it, this comes to us from Belgium, where the University Libre de Bruxelles, or which is French for Free University of Brussels, started some good old fashioned boob outrage for sending an email to medical students. Wait, did the article say boob outrage? Did it use the word boob? No. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm calling it boob outrage. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the article didn't call it boob outrage necessarily. So. Though clearly it is outrage centered okay. on boobs. But the, the university sent an email to medical students encouraging women to wear, quote, revealing necklines, unquote, to their graduation. So translated to English, the instructions in the email said, from an aesthetic point of view, it is preferable for young women to wear a dress or skirt and a nice revealing neckline. And the, the word they used is, is decolette which the article said is usually used to describe low-cut. And indeed, I put decolette into Google, and I got the definition, a low-cut neckline on a woman's dress or top. Uh, okay, best, question. Yes. Who wrote this uh, set of instructions for these people? And this was for a graduation thing? Yeah, so this is the university. And I couldn't find who actually penned it, but like this yeah. was sent uh, officially from the official like university, encouraging women to wear a low-cut 
addressed to their to their graduation. It sounds like it was just written by like the headmasters, which are usually just old guys who don't know shit about fashion, and they might have just misworded it a little bit. Because <laughs> I, I don't what know shit about to fashion. Say? All these words that women use to describe like different types of sweaters and shoes, and sh- I don't know anything about them. You know, so maybe he just like they just guessed at the word because they had to write it quick, and then ended up like pissing off a bunch of people. I I assumed like that the like the headmaster's fourteen year old son, like the guy like left his email <laughs> open. And he thought, uh, yeah, he just kind of wrote like yeah. Like, uh. Also, uh, no panties. Uh, don't don't wear the panties. Yeah. We don't like them. That's that's part of our school tradition. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Oh, here's the thing. I think it does make it uh, worse if it is like the old guy who really wanted to do that though. You know, because like I'm also yes, the other it's thing much, I was definitely worse than, that the, if the 14 year old son didn't commandeer and he, he actually meant to. Yeah, the other thing I'm also picturing the old guy being like, "Well, it's graduation; it's the last time I'm going to see these women. I'm going to put this in a spank bank. <laughs> right. We're going to get some fucking cleavage out of this one. Yeah, like, we're going to get it. We're going to hire a photographer. Yeah, we're going to take everyone's we pictures. Go. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's that's kind of that's the yeah. only explanation I have here. But I mean, to to, <laughs> to answer your question, this was not a mistake. The the university completely ag- admitted that they sent this email. They didn't say that they didn't mean to use that. They apologized, <laughs> but like there was no there was no implication that this was not supposed to happen. First of all, yeah, it's a, probably a language thing because like this is French, right? It's translated. The word they used was, uh, as you said, uh, what uh, décolleté? Yeah, which uh, is, sounds like a dessert dish, doesn't it? Yeah, what, what, if it I were to, dish. what if I were to describe <laughs> décolleté? <laughs> boob rage yeah. would have been a good short, uh, shortening of the outrage and boob uh, boob outrage. I think a lot of outrage in general is is around boobs. I mean, that's probably like ten percent of outrage of because like you, like you can't. Well, it's look all at coming them. from women, you know, because like when when have you been outraged by boobs? Right, you know, <laughs> we're all in favor. Or if they're not there, okay, great. I'll look at your eyes, you know, <laughs> or, your or, ass, or you turn something. around. I'll check that out. <laughs> Maybe you're wearing those yoga pants, you know, with the Big Mac stuffed into the. That's what it, you know. Like in a day when people wear like the most, like women, they already. This is a good time to be talking about this. Springtime in Manhattan, you walk around and you go, "This is fucking ridiculous." There's ass cleavage. There's uh, you know, like women walk around wearing things. Because, Sundress season, the best time of year. Yeah. I mean, uh, and and nobody's asking them to do that. You know, they haven't been instructed by a university. I am. I am openly asking them. I, I want more sundresses. And we are talking about, like, uh, Belgium, too. So who gives a shit to begin with? <laughs> uh, but so, so anybody outraged about this in the United States is uh, is is totally out of line. Because uh, you know, you, when you go from country to country, there's different standards and stuff like that. Uh, there is something about cultural relativity, at least when it comes to like uh, how you, you know, address a, a group of students or something like that. If they weren't, inc- if it was, if they were told that they couldn't wear anything, you know, lower than this, they'd be mad about that. If they right. give them any sort of standard, they're gonna go, "Well, what's wrong with you know?" I mean, <laughs> it's hand on the hip. Well, what's wrong with you know? <laughs> That's that's what they do. Are you saying our bodies should be covered up? What's wrong with those feed children? You know, uh, we had uh, people marching here with their tops off talking about how there's nothing to cover up. There's no problem. We should be able to have our tits out, uh, you know, like the 200 people. Which women. leads to the next question, which would be. Are they mad at the instructions or the fact that they were given instructions? To they are with? mad about everything. 
Yes. Who's they? The, no, women. I think, I think <laughs> okay. the, when it's a graduation no, ceremony. Who's mad about this? Who's mad about this? No guys assume... are mad about this. No women are mad about this. We're not mad about this. No man, no self-respecting <laughs> man. And, I, and that's self-respecting. Because if you're a male feminist and you give a shit about this, you're an asshole. Don't get me started on you, fucking male feminists. Yeah, and, and, that, and so, like, this comes from women. You know, I mean, they are the ones who read the, what are you saying? We should march around and be objects? First of all, it's not obligatory. It's not uh, mandatory that they do this. It's, it's, it, that's emphasized. If you're at a graduate, for, what, what happened to caps and gowns? Doesn't it? I mean, there is 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 that what people do when they graduate? Didn't they, you know, yeah, like a gown I, and a, and and, and yeah. stupid hat. Yeah, what happened to that? Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't so, talk about it. Yeah, I think I think it might have been a party afterwards or something. But oh, okay. Let's see. Let's uh, to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Encouraging, I, where revealing neckline to graduation. Uh, okay. For for all I know, that word. Now I I I googled the word as well, and then I tapped images, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they run see, the gamut. You know what I mean? They like some of them have uh, you know like uh, when you when you look at it like like take this. This is this is one of the images there. Well, that's an old lady. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, those aren't the people that this old guy wants to see show in cleavage. No, it's the but young that's what I'm saying clearly. is that, like the neckline itself though could mean a variety of things. That word can mean can be taken to mean hey. Tasteful old lady, uh, you know, low neckline. Yeah. Or it can be taken to mean this, which is, you know. Yeah. I, see, now I don't think that they're expecting everybody to come in, you know, like, like, yeah, with basically that wearing look, a bra. You know? Okay. Yeah. Right. It would be nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> who, who, who would mind? Uh, you know, look, it's, it, it's, this is the fakest outrage of the fake. Uh, <laughs> like the fact that there is an instruction, the fact that the instruction can be taken. Anyway, whatsoever, you cannot speak to young women and expect them not to be angry about it if you come from any position of power. Okay. You can't. Well, I think they didn't have to they didn't have to specify what kind of cleavage they want you to show. I I I, I don't well, think they had to say that. From an aesthetic point of view, it's preferable <laughs> to wear a dress or skirt. <laughs> And a, and, and, and a and a you know a decollete uh neckline. <laughs> right. I don't think revealing is 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 first of all that word's not used because no, that that's their word that they've dropped in. There's a reason that they drop it in in brackets like right, that. Right, it's a weird. Yeah, because it means low cut. I think that's what the that's the. It didn't seem like there was controversy with how that word is taken. It seems to be like that's how they use low cut. And they might have gotten lost in translation as well because well, it's I think translating I, languages. I, but I think revealing and low cut are two different things. I, know, I, I think it's low cut. Is what the word. Means. Yeah, it may mean low cut, but that's what I'm saying. Revealing is is a way of saying it, it, it's it's one step up. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. the article wants you to feel a certain way. Okay. The writer of the article is not neutral. They're like, "Can you believe this shit? That should be the sub headline." <laughs> you know, and 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 that's what they're trying to 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 sell you is that this is a you know that this is something that matters and it's not. Uh, you know, and so, so I could see here, like uh, people in, in caps and gowns and shit, you're going to be covered up for the graduation anyway. Maybe they don't want anything to interfere with, you know, the neckline of the gown. Maybe it's some shit like that. Maybe mm. on guys, you know, you see like a, a, a nice you know, tie and collar up there, you know, and they're like, okay, for women, it's like, what's the top of a top look like? You know what? All these women are probably going to wear something similar to that anyway. And it's only a suggestion. So, uh, yeah. uh, but to complete the story, I, the, the university issued an apology. Of course they did. Of right. course they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, universities can't wait to, to lick the taint of any woman who has some sort of issue with anything they're doing. 
Or so they said the Faculty of Medicine, through its dean, presents its sincerest apologies to all the students who received the email mentioned below. It goes out saying that the instructions linked to the dress of young female graduates as, are as far removed from as they are contrary to the values defended daily by ULB and its faculty. I probably quoted that wrong, okay. but I think you get the idea. Yeah. They're, they're the distancing idea. themselves. Of course. Of course they are. Oh, we are as sorry as sorry can possibly be. We are, uh, it's an, it's, I can we basically have all been possessed by the devil in writing this instruction. Uh, you know, that's, uh, they go so far to say like, this is, we agree with you. This is terrible. Uh, you see it over and over again, always, especially universities. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, I gotta say, I, if the translation is in English, what it's what it is in in France, there's I don't think that the university should have any business recommending low cut dresses to the women. Just don't don't. There's no need to to say anything like that. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go legit outrage in this one simply because it's 2017. We've seen what's been happening all around the world with people at, in universities, especially getting super offended. They should have just known their audience and been like, any gender separation in these instructions is going to piss somebody off because you know gender fluidity and whatever however you identify yourself. Now they should have just been like, uh, business casual attire, don't dress like fucking slobs. Bang. Yeah, Boom, or they could have said, it's "What's wrong women. with being a slob?" Right. You but say then, we're gonna be a slob? Are you class shaming now? What are you doing? But then we could call it fake outrage. I, I mean, they can even say dresses, but where do they? They're they. That's a, I think that's an extra step that was unnecessary. Yeah, to and that's where the outrage to comes from. The low cut dress. Can I can I read one of the comments here? Yeah, uh, please. The comments are really funny. Yeah, someone so, yeah, says, "Yeah, want to vomit to read the comments." We are in 2017 and. We must justify wearing pants. <laughs> They're mad about the skirt part. Pants. Right, right. We can't wear pants. Wait, did they capitalize the word pants? No. Because <laughs> oh, that would have made it kind of artistic. Funnier for me. It's, it's and, uh, artistic to, all, to all the assholes who think they have a say in the outfit worn by women or who think they are legitimate in their judgment. You mean the people at the university establishing a dress code for a school sponsored event? Right. They have no right, apparently. Uh, so uh, she says, I would to, to all people who think they are legitimate in their judgment, I would say one thing. Look at yourself in the mirror and fuck you. I thought that was <laughs> such a weird comment. <laughs> I want to vomit. <laughs> like, I got the outrage, and then she's like, do one thing. Look at yourself in the mirror and fuck you. What, was that? what did that have to do with I have one anything? thing to say. It's these two things. <laughs> I'm a medical student. <laughs> Uh, there was another comment which I also found funny, which was, uh, um, I would like to address a few words to all the ladies who read this. No one has the right to tell you how you should feel in your skin. No one has the right to tell you how to dress. No one has the right to tell you how to play your role as a woman. No one has the right to take away this freedom so hardly obtained. Whether so you hardly are... obtained. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you are blonde, brunette, redhead, tall, small, thin, round, black, yellow, yellow, green. Again, now they're talking to the green people. See, the greens. Don't, don't get them all riled they up. They are well represented on this episode of the Fake Outrage Orange, Report. there's only you to judge your person. And in case you are beautiful, P.S., even in sweats. I like, I'm totally with the, the girls, and then they write these comments, and then you're like, ah, yeah. no, that's <laughs> you, not the... It's impossible to take their side. Where did the green and orange people come into this? Just say, don't tell us what to, don't tell us how to show our boobs. That's all you have to say right there. Then Don't bring green and orange people and sweats and no, that's not what we're saying. They don't have a point. 
They simply don't. Well, <laughs> I, I am gonna gonna stick with with ladies. I just not only that, but like, okay, here's a good example. Imagine if the ULB suggested that the male graduates wore a low cut shirt. Preposterous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody would care. Nobody would care. But because they told guys, boots. first of all, they didn't tell you. They didn't say anybody had to do anything. You know. I think the, the more appropriate analogies if if like the the pants have to show some bulge. I think that would be the uh, yeah. Every guy is required analogy. to stuff one cucumber in his pants for graduation. Right. You know, like, that would be you know a little weird. But wouldn't we all do it? <laughs> wouldn't we all happily do that? Well, it's only a suggestion. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, you mean you want to see my <laughs> dick? All right. Really? <laughs> I, mean, I can do that. All right. No, that's one of just the differences between men and women. Is it like you know, men welcome objectification. Yeah, like and women do. make we it do. a big deal. Yeah, but you know what? They welcome objectification as well. That's what's so hypocritical Only about from, it. Only uh, from hot, tall, rich guys. Oh, oh yeah. Well, they want to pick and choose who finds them arousing. You know. <laughs> And how they express that. Well, in that. this case, it's the old headmaster of the college who they was not on that list. Well, we don't know that. It could be the the, the old female, uh, you know, headmaster of a college. It's not stated. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they, maybe. They, maybe. That, yeah, you and, are and, right. And I find I, I your just presumption is just, it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> what if you presumed? I don't Sandy, like how do you feel about this topic in a way to uh, wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I find this real outrage. Yeah, right. there was no need. For a, a school to recommend how much boob to show at a graduation <laughs> ceremony, I take your point, Pat. But like, yeah, it, it is up to the it. Like, the whole point is you you don't tell women how to how to low cut their dress should be. They should have just made it gender neutral and said for like women, yes, choose to show their boobs all sorts of places. But yeah, yeah for, that for is for all seventy two genders, business casual, bang, easy. Yeah. Now, green that, like the, the greens and the oranges. I definitely want to see their. Well, they're their free boobs. to wear whatever they want because you don't want to put them in a box of any sort. Maybe they should have just said that it's permissible to wear something like that. You know, because they, that might have been what they were concerned with. You know, I do like the idea of a of a dress code to make it everyone's dress more skankily. I think that you know, like all these dress codes of like these <laughs> private institutions, it's always like this buttoned up stuff. I, I like the idea of going the other way. Like, hey, you, you want to come to our school? You gotta, you know, graduation theme is beach party this yeah, year, kids. You know, to come yeah. your balls yeah. out. Chicks got to show their show their junk, and you know, tramp stamps are encouraged, and that's the dress code. You can't wear anything buttoned up and. We'll tack like on an extra I might, want to, I might want to start my own school, you know, and that's the first. That's <laughs> the Sandeep first thing. Sen Medical School of Cleavage and Tramp Stamps. Yeah. I just I can't believe that we that we have like a medical school and and this is like the top tier of 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 girls, you know, uh, and, uh, young people or whatever, you know, who are they're trying to be doctors. You know what I mean? I, I expect an intellectual maturity beyond look in the mirror and fuck you. Yeah, you know? not those I, comments. I really, <laughs> I, I would appreciate uh, some degree of maturity from young people to just go, well, this, that, that's certainly maybe a, a little over the line, but, uh, you know, if they want to see, you know, whatever, that's... Uh, and just, just kind of grow the fuck up a little bit, okay? Uh, I don't understand big the deal look in the that mirror. they that they said something like that. Big fucking deal. If something's a little bit off, it doesn't have to equal outrage, Okay. Outrage is something that should be reserved for things that, that, that are really uh, wrong in the world or where, where there's really some sort of stakes. This is no stakes. There yeah. are no and that, stakes. And that's sort of what this show is about. We try to separate the things that you sh people should be wasting their energy getting mad about. And I guess we'll just agree to disagree on this one. You think people, you think this is a worthy use of outrage? Look at the world. Look at the context we're talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
from, I, from I were, ISIS down to child abuse. Women throw their babies out of windows. You know, uh, uh, men, you know, men uh, are, are occasionally well, rape a woman. You know, that's also that, bad. That's all legit. So when we get upset about that, crime. Uh, you know, bombs, uh, testing weapons, uh, threats. It, the, the entire world is so polarized and political and and uh, antagonistic and hostile. And and uh, the fact that a university uh, in in an email says, "Hey, this is a big." This you're graduating. We're all excited, uh, you know. And let's get more excited by showing some boobs. Top, you know, <laughs> I, I just don't. I can't. I cannot put that in the real outrage category. Nor I can think, I respect anyone who does. I think women are, oh, are he sexualized. Does not respect us anymore. So good it's, day. It's hard for women. I mean, I think there is like women tend to be sexualized. They want to be taken seriously for their like for their intellect, and they want to be sexualized as well. Right, but then at, on their own terms. So when you're but they when you're can't graduating, have it that way. You don't get to decide the terms of who of who's aroused by you and when. You simply don't. If you're no, you going don't. to go in public, but when you graduate medical school, it's like a, it's an incredible accomplishment. The university doesn't need to be telling you to show your. What boobs, better place you know? to appreciate Belgium. both the sexualization and the intellect than graduation from medical school? You mean right. you're not? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're not going to accept <laughs> my whole body. We've been, you know, looking at uh, diagrams. No, you can't of tell them to show their boobs. People Oh my God! You cannot say this is a bad thing. You know, like they really are shrill. Okay, I mean, like they, it, it's. And by the way, too, what, uh, cultural standards. What what is it in Belgium? I mean, this isn't the uh, University of Cleveland or some shit. You know, this is a uh, some medical school in in Belgium. Now you just pissed off people in Cleveland. What so, are you saying? Our boobs aren't worthy to be. No <laughs> so one wants a, to see our boobs. Uh, uh, Cleveland the official stance of a fake outrage report is that we are pro boob in any <laughs> geographic location. Thank you for listening. So what uh, what what is the standard in in Belgium? Apparently, uh, they were off on it, you know. But I mean like yeah. uh, you might look at TV and it's like, you know, uh, and hey, uh, look, that I, I still go back to the word as well. That might be a perfectly normal way to say that and, and uh, that they've extrapolated and tried to turn into a thing here. Uh, I, anybody who's American sh- certainly should not give a shit about this. <laughs> it's not your business. Because then it would be some kind of a, what, you know, a, a cultural you know, sort of invasion. Oh, you think that your standards should be for, you know, it's like we can't put our imprint on that. You know, we bring a, a, a completely American or at least uh, Phil and I do. I don't know, Sandy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Chicago is not part of America, apparently. Barely. <laughs> got a higher kill rate than Afghanistan. But, uh... <laughs> uh you know, that's an interesting point, actually. That, you know, we're trying... We, we try to break down these weird, like, C-level news stories from around the world for comedic purposes. But, you know, sometimes we do look at it through our Americanized eyes. You know, like yeah. maybe they just don't and our New York as eyes, much. as my cousin pointed out. Yeah, well, you know, and so I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's that's a really good point. Yeah, the Manhattan eyes—that is a big difference too, because <laughs> we don't represent America. That's right. We get to go look at sundresses because it's summertime now. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think and, it's a good place to. We're not, you know. I like. I did. I I love the mirror comment because, like, when you tell someone to look in the mirror, it's like this. Like, it's usually a big philosophical thing. Like, look at yourself in the mirror. Take stock of what you do. But it didn't. It didn't fit here. She's like, and if you think that you can tell, look yourself in the mirror and fuck you. Like it was like it's like a highbrow thing. Look yourself and then and fuck you. Yeah, yeah. That's a, she's got one foot in, in her teenage years and then one foot in her post uh, graduate. Right. You know, becoming a, a an adult cunt years. Right. Adult cunt. I think that's where we should. Uh, End this time. We're not going to end it. We're, we're gonna. Uh, before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Uh, 
Mr. Dixon, is there anything in the in the world that you're currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Oh boy, yeah, I'll talk about uh, Kathy Griffin's news conference. I didn't oh, know you were yes. going to ask me that, but I mean, yeah, uh, I'm outraged okay. by the utter hypocrisy demonstrated by uh, her and her and uh, Gloria Allred's daughter, who's representing her. Uh, yeah, she comes down uh, as we know. She um, had the picture of herself holding up the head of the president, and then took it down and apologized. Right. The, photo, the photographer doesn't The severed head of the yeah, president. Yeah, severed head, of course, right. It was yeah, bloody. he w- wasn't connected to his body. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd say she's holding up. But uh, look, uh, yeah, severed head. I have to say, my uh, my sympathies are not with her on this. You know, to go, it's like, oh, they're trying to ruin my career. Hey, uh, that's something that happens going the other way all the fucking time for way less. You know what I mean? How many times you've seen liberal campaigning across Twitter, people say, don't do business with him. He's a white supremacist and stuff like that based on nothing. Look, uh, if you hold up the head, they couldn't have done this with Obama. Nobody could have held up Obama's severed head like that. No celebrity. His hair is too short. Yeah. uh, No, no celebrity (laughs) could have done and got away with it. But like the... um, it, it, well, that, that kind of thing have. was done, like in rural parts of the South, you know, for fun for years, you know. And so I think that it's interesting. I haven't seen an example of that, and and I don't think that the country at large saw that. Well, no, like if you look, if you look online, there are people that do that that were like hanging Obama dolls from trees and stuff in like oh eight oh nine, like after the post election. Well, I mean, people, have been, yeah, people have been like every president has been burned or hung in effigy forever. You know what I mean? Like well, uh, you can burn and hang the F president effigy, well, part- but don't <laughs> sever the head. And I'm glad you mentioned severing the head is very, very ominous imagery too. You know, mm-hmm. considering we yeah. see people get beheaded. Uh, you know, American servicemen, uh, and, and of course, like any <laughs> people all over the world, you know, uh, hold, uh, with their heads held up. You know, being taken prisoner. I think my main problem with it is that, uh, you know, she could, you, like, you hold up the head, okay, fine. You know what I mean? I'm not, it, it, that doesn't outrage me. Uh, I don't feel good about it. I would be outraged if, uh, I would be outraged if there was a lack of outrage over it, you know? But, like, it doesn't particularly bother me. Well, there are some people that were all for it. And it's the interesting thing is that because the, a lot of the outrage comes from the left typically, because she was sort of on their team with this, because she's holding the head of the uh, more conservative uh, political figure, some people were like, oh, no, no, there's no outrage. There shouldn't be outrage. Like, that, that's a great thing she's doing. Yeah. There are people who have thought, thought of her to be heroic. Sure. Yeah. This. I mean, I don't know who, but uh, I mean, I know that uh, going as liberal as uh, Chelsea Clinton and Anderson Cooper both condemned it. And uh, when she and then she starts talking about how old white guys are trying to ruin her career. Older oh, white guys. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what I felt. You know, I mean, like I Anderson know for Cooper, he's an older shit. white guy. He condemned you. Uh, you know, like if you lose work because of something like that, hey, you lose work. It's a risk you take. She talks about being an artist and being an outsider. Uh, but if somebody fires her for it, hey, that's the price you pay. That's yeah, it's weird because she goes. apologized for doing that. So she said, I was wrong to do this. And then she, when there are consequences, then she's like, hey, there shouldn't have been consequences. It's like, well, but you agreed, you admitted that yes. you crossed the line. Yeah. That's then, what I didn't understand and about then she's, that. Yeah, and then she starts talking about her artistic freedom. I'm a comic. I sometimes go by my Yeah, then don't apologize for doing it in the first place. Be like, I'm an artist, freedom, blah, blah, blah. Right, But exactly. she's like, no, I totally shouldn't have used my artistic freedom to do that. That was wrong, way over the line. She wanted to have her cake and eat it, really. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. wants it every way. It's just, I'm in a very male-dominant field. I don't think you are, actually. Stand-up comedy, comedy in general, I don't know about television, it's not very male-dominated. In fact, you know, it, there seems to be a, a increasing pressure to, like, to not you know, be kowtow to, like, uh, you know, female themes and stuff like that. You oh, know, I've been told to my way. face before, you're funny, but you're a white guy. 
Yeah. Like to my face multiple times. Yeah. Imagine it, you're funny, but you're a black chick. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it, it only goes, there's so many things that you can say in reference to a white guy that you couldn't say in reference to any other uh, yeah. race and gender combination. So, you know, like, uh, yeah, I have to say, uh, I, I thought that everything she said was entirely inappropriate. Her, I, I was less, I was less offended by her the fake decapitation of the president than I was by her fake artistic integrity and crying fit. You know, <laughs> that was bad. Well, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, uh, I think, she, in fact, I know she's full of shit for information that I'm not allowed to publicly reveal. Um, but anyway, we'll. Whoa! When did guys, Phil start getting I will tell you classified guys information? Uh, anyway, Whoa, Sandy, look, Sandy, look, anybody look at any hey, parting thoughts today? We're reaching into rarefied air, Phil. <laughs> well, congratulations, my friend. Any any parting thoughts on the show today? Uh, Sandy, there are a few Sandy. of them. For one, a few I can't tell you because I'm not allowed at liberty to disclose it myself. Okay. Yes, I've got All a right. lot of inside dope. I'm not telling you too, by the yeah, way. I'm not <laughs> telling you. Know, a lot of shit. All right, I'm cool too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, my parting thought for the day would be uh, if I'm going to be banging Snow White, she's keeping her shoes on. Okay, and uh, I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to. That's why they keep their shoes on in porn, probably. <laughs> you get these big. And fat I'm going to jerk feet. off to some green cleavage tonight. <laughs> All right, none of you can get offended. It's green cleavage. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Uh, email us anytime at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Hit us up online at fakeoutragerept. Give us those good reviews on iTunes and all those uh, apps and stuff. And definitely check out the NYC Crime Report with Pat Dixon and, and any parting thoughts. Crimereport.nyc. Check yes. that site out, crimereport.nyc. Uh, you know, press the button and listen. All right. Keep that information classified, kids. Yeah.